0: This is A Word in Season with Doug Stringer and Friends, a podcast ministry of Somebody Cares America, being a tangible expression of Christ in a hurting world. Welcome back to A Word in Season. You know, I was talking to Dr. Jody Caracosta, the vice president of our ministries, and we were talking about the importance of God's planned reset in our lives. You know, when we forget our computer password for some indispensable app or we think our information has been compromised, we can ask for it to be reset. And after a series of questions, sometimes an image verification, and maybe updating various contact information, you enter your new password and off you go again. Some apps and websites make you reset your password ever so often to keep your information secure. In the Old Testament, God laid out planned reset for His people every year. It starts with the Jewish New Year and consisted of Rosh Hashanah. Ten days of repentance and ended with Yom Kippur, also referred to as the days of awe. Observed in the fall, it was a time of reflection, repentance, cleansing, and celebration of God's goodness. God specifically set aside this time every year for His people to reset their lives and relationship with Him. If beliefs or character of His people have been compromised, or they've gotten off track, these days of awe provide an opportunity to stop, listen to God, remember His Word, and get right with Him again. As Christians, we're not under the law, of course, but the principles God reveals through the law are important to understand and incorporate into our lives today. You see, the Israelites celebrated these days of awe beginning with Rosh Hashanah and ending with Yom Kippur, or the Day of Atonement. The observance included several offerings designed to reset their hearts, get their hearts in order, and their minds in order for the year ahead. At the beginning and end of this period, the people were instructed to make a burnt offering, a meal offering, and a sin offering, as outlined in the book of Leviticus. And they all point to Jesus. Perhaps you've never realized the entire Bible is about Jesus, even the meticulous descriptions of sacrifices in the book of Leviticus. If you want to hear good news behind the bad news in our world or experience transformation in your community, if you need equipping and encouraging to overcome the challenges of life and ministry or desire to be empowered to serve your community, if you are looking for a tribe of like-minded believers that want to be the church, then Somebody Cares Global Summit is the place for you. Join us October 17th through the 19th in Houston, Texas as we regroup, recharge, and relaunch for the next move of God in our communities. Visit somebodycares.org for more details and to register. That's somebodycares.org. Since these days of awe are about bringing us into right relationship with the Lord, it's important that we understand the principles behind these offerings. The burnt offering illustrates a total surrender to the Father's will. This is the essence of true worship, a heart that is in total submission to God. The burnt offering is a beautiful picture of Jesus' heart of love and consecration to His Heavenly Father. It is listed first among the list of Levitical sacrifices because it's foundational in pointing us to the example of Christ. His passion was the ultimate fulfillment of the first and greatest commandment to love the Lord our God with all of our heart, with all of our soul, and with all our might. Mark 12, verse 28-34. His passionate prayer in the Garden of Gethsemane should be our cry as well, Not my will, but your will be done. Luke 22:42. So, any reset in our lives must also start with a surrender to the Father's will. Then you have the meal or grain offering, which represents the obedience that comes of sinless service, which naturally flows out of the surrendered life. It depicts Jesus as the perfect man, totally without sin, joyfully obedient to the will of his Father on behalf of a sinful world, Hebrews 12.2. It also represents communion with God. Through Jesus' sinless life, And his service, he became our grain offering so that we might freely commune with the Father. This too is essential if we are to live a life pleasing to God and be in a right relationship with him. You see, the sin offering typified Jesus as the guilt substitute for our sins. He and he alone is our guilt bearer. As our sin offering, Jesus paid a debt which he did not owe because we owed a debt we could not pay. As we reset our lives through repentance, it is important to realize that Jesus took away our guilt and paid our penalty, which is death. Romans 6, verse 23. In Christ, we have received not only forgiveness, but the very righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. If you see this, and you truly see this, you will want to shout, Hallelujah, praise the Lord. Once the Israelites had reset their relationship with God, they were also instructed to make peace with one another. As a Christian, We also need to make peace with fellow believers, crossing our racial, denominational, and generational lines to meet at the cross of Christ together. Many Christians use the Days of All as an opportunity to reflect on their relationship with God and with one another. They set aside time to seek God as King David did in Psalms 139 and verse 23-24, through praying this, Search me, O God, and know my heart. Try me and know my anxieties." and see if there is any wicked way in me, and lead me in the way everlasting. We too can do this at any time, but if you have not done so recently, this season is an excellent time to reset our lives, take personal reflection, to regroup, recalibrate in all of our relationships, first with God and then with one another, so we can move forward. In 2019, Rosh Hashanah begins the evening of September 30th through sundown of October 1st. And the days of all end on Yom Kippur, October 9th. But prior to that is the Hebrew month of Elul, which literally means house cleaning. It is a time of preparation for the holy days in Jewish tradition, but it's also a great time of spiritual house cleansing, an outward symbolic gesture of inward spiritual cleansing and reflection. In 2019, Elul begins at sundown on August 30th and ends with Rosh Hashanah. It's a great time to do some spiritual house cleaning, both personally and corporately. You know, I want to stop for a moment because I, I want to read something out of my book, Born to Die That We May Live, because there's a chapter, chapter 5, I call Obedience to the Father's Will. And it really fits right here with the whole spiritual reflection and, and recalibrating and resetting of our own hearts as we look at the season ahead as an opportunity to check our own hearts and make sure that our hearts are right before God. And especially those of us who have been Christians and walking and serving God for many years, it's easy to go through the motions and forget the importance of the relationship. As critical as it is to surrender our lives fully to the Lord as living sacrifice, we need to also take a look and examine the instruction God gave to the priests in the book of Exodus. After the altar burnt sacrifice, the priest walked up to the next object in the tabernacle or temple. It was a water basin called the laver. Exodus 38, 8 says, He made the laver of bronze and its base of bronze from the bronze mirrors of the serving women who assembled at the door of the tabernacle of meeting. Exodus 40, verse 7 says, And you shall set the laver between the tabernacle of meeting and the altar and put water in it. At this laver of water, the priests wash their hands and feet, symbolizing the washing away of sins. The laver also typifies water baptism. This is a fitting progression, for after we totally surrender our lives to the Lord or or total surrender to God's will, we follow Him in water baptism, like the laver. As Scripture teaches us, old things have passed away, behold, all things have become new. When we totally surrender our lives to the Lord, we're ready for water baptism, a public statement of what the Lord has already done in our hearts and lives. It becomes an outward expression of what God has done. Even as the priests did in the Old Testament on our behalf, We as kings and priests under the new covenant physically demonstrate the cleansing of our hearts by the simple act of obedience to the Lord in following Him in water baptism. You see, in water baptism we're saying my life is different in Christ and not the person I used to be. I am not that same person I was before I came into the relationship through Christ Jesus. You see, I'm not just making a point about water baptism. I'm saying it's important for us to take reflection during our type of re- time of recalibrating and resetting, to really review and take reflection of our hearts. Where is our heart with the Lord today? We might have been really passionate for God in times past. We might have been serving God passionately, loving God, loving people. But along the way, in life's journey, there are moments that knock the wind out of us. Disappointments come, discouragement comes, even distractions. So it's so important for us to go back and to take those moments to recalibrate, take a breath, and reset. And that's where I believe that we are today. There's so much going on in the world around us. For some time, God has been speaking to us in the ministries that we steward. And the word is in three parts. One, stay low in a posture of humility. Secondly, draw near to hear, And you do that by staying close to his presence. We've talked about before the importance of staying in the presence of a holy, holy, holy God. When we're in His presence, He equalizes us in His presence. He empowers us with His presence. And though we may feel that we're unworthy, we may feel that we're not equipped properly, God has a way of equipping us in His presence, dispelling darkness around us, and giving us a sense of His purpose and passion because of His presence. So one, stay low in a posture of humility. Two, draw near to hear by staying close to His presence. And thirdly, incline our ears to hear what the Spirit of the Lord is saying so we can act quickly and move obediently when He does speak. Now is the time to get ourselves ready for this thing that God's about to do and to participate with Him. We must prepare our hearts and our lives for what God has for us in this coming season so that we can participate with Him and not just be a spectator in the grandstands of cheering and shouting. Instead, we need to take a knee posture rather than knee-jerk reactions or allowing the world to dictate our actions, we must take that posture of humility, that knee posture before God, so we can reflect Christ in a world of turmoil. You know, we are in tumultuous times, so it's crucial for each of us individually, as well as the corporate body of Christ, to maintain right relationships and attitudes, so we can walk in the way of the Lord and lead many to Christ. You can read more about how Jesus is the fulfillment of the Levitical sacrifices in my book, Born to Die That We May Live. You can also find it on our website at somebodycares.org and click on the e-store. We also have a free 10-day devotional to walk you through a spiritual reset during these days of awe or for use anytime. As you step into the fall season, do some spiritual house cleansing as you ask God to search your heart and reset your life so there is nothing hindering you or the ministry God has for your life. Get a free 10-day devotional. That's a free 10-day devotional for a spiritual reset by going to www.somebodycares.org backslash reset. That's www.somebodycares.org backslash reset. You can also connect with us through Facebook at facebook.com backslash somebodycaresamerica. I want to pray for you, but I want us to be reminded of this important thing in this season of our lives that we take reflection of our hearts. Where are we? Where is our passion for God? Have we lost our edge? Have we lost our passion? Let's regain that as we take our personal reflection, recalibrate, and reset in the purposes of God upon our lives. And we do that, one, by making sure we have a posture of humility. Stay low. Let's stay low in humility. Let's get in that place of humble posture before God because God exalts the humble. And secondly, Let's draw near to hear what the Spirit of the Lord is really saying. We need to hear from God more clearly now than ever before. Draw near to hear what the Spirit of the Lord is saying, and by doing so, we are staying in the presence of God, because in God's presence, He empowers us to be what He calls us to be in a tangible way and to represent and reflect Christ in a world that desperately needs the presence of God. And thirdly, to be able to draw near in such a way that we can hear clearly what the Lord says so we will react with obedience and to move quickly when God speaks. God is speaking. We need to learn to hear. So stay low in humility, draw near to hear by being in His presence, and move quickly when God does speak. We don't need time to think it out, wait it out. We need to be habitual in our walk and faith with God so that when God speaks to us, we can respond quickly because the world is moving in a fast pace. There are so many in the world in the Valley of Decision right now. They need you and they need me to reflect Christ in a very real and tangible way. Father, I thank you for those that have been listening today. I pray that you would encourage them, give them a fresh sense of the revelation of the work of the cross and the power of the resurrection. God, remind them of the importance that sometimes the most spiritual thing they can do is get in that place of reflection with you so you can reset everything in their hearts, in their thoughts, in their lives, and they could truly be the manifestation of the character of Christ on the earth today. God, I pray that you would give us all a fresh revelation of who you are and that you would give us a fresh passion for the things of God and a heart of compassion for the world around us. Help us to be that fragrance in the presence of a world that seems to be going out of control. Be the fragrance of God and Christ and the fragrance of heaven in a very stinky world and those things that are going on around us. Bless each and every one, Lord. I pray right now for a fresh anointing, fresh revelation, and renewed strength in Jesus' name. Amen. We hope you enjoyed this episode of A Word in Season with Doug Stringer and Friends, and ask you to prayerfully consider supporting the ministry at somebodycares.org, or by texting your donation amount to 805-422-7348. Please join us again for A Word in Season with Doug Stringer and Friends.